0: This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is impeachment. Yes, today, my friend, I'm going to share with you why President Trump's impeachment is actually the best thing that's going to happen to you, and it's not why you think. So here we are, right? As I'm recording this, it is Thursday, December 19th. At, I don't know, 7.45 or 8 p.m. on December 18th, President Donald Trump became the, I believe, fourth president of the U.S. to be, quote-unquote, impeached. Now, I'm not much of a political guy myself. Quite honestly, I've been paying no attention to this. I could give two shits. Maybe you care a lot about it, and if so, good for you. But for me, it's pretty much irrelevant. But I happened to pick up my phone last evening and I'm scrolling through Facebook and poof, here comes the rain, right? President Trump's impeached, new president coming in the office and all these crazy things getting shared back and forth. Well, just a side note, I'm not a political science major or social studies specialist from high school, but in case you're listening from a foreign land or do not understand how impeachment works here in the United States, To the best of my understanding and ability, which again is very small, an impeachment proceeding has to start in the House of Representatives. That happens to be controlled by the Democrats, which happens to be the opposite of Donald Trump's party, the Republicans. And so over a period of a few hours, they vote and deliberate and do whatever they do. And it comes out that he's impeached. that literally is kind of meaningless. It's meaningless because now it has to go to the Senate. The Senate then has an open trial where everybody gets their sides heard. And the Senate is Republican driven, which is Donald Trump's party, which means there might not be the greatest opportunity for him to actually leave office. Who knows? Doesn't much matter to me. You might be wondering where all this is going. Number one, I think it's fascinating because it's forced me to pause and become more educated on the system in which we here in the United States operate under, as far as it pertains to the President of the United States, the Constitution and the impeachment process. Admittedly, if I go back 24 hours from the time I'm recording this, I had no idea how it actually worked. So I see impeachment, I pull up my computer and I start Googling, like, what does that mean? How does it work? And I have to scroll through the first, like, four pages of results on Google because it's media sites, right? And I don't know if it's a left wing or a right wing or even which wings are flying, but if there's wings on the left and the right, that means they're the same bird, I would say. And so I want to find some actual information as it pertains to the law, which then shows me how this actually has to go. So that's the first benefit, right? President Trump gets quote-unquote impeached. It does not mean he leaves the Oval Office or the White House. It means the Senate's going to have their turn with him. Awesome, right? Kind of still, who cares? There is a fascinating thing that will happen, though, once this gets to the Senate. And that is at trial. And the trial becomes interesting because all the information has to come out in the public. Right? All the subpoenaed witnesses, all the pieces and parts about collusion and coercion and whatever the heck else is going on with Ukraine, again, I care but only enough to sound... Un- so I don't sound ignorant. That's about how much I care. But it becomes fascinating because there's always two sides to these stories. I don't care which side you believe. There's a side that... President Donald Trump is the worst president in the world, that he has 100% colluded with other countries, that he is a bully, he abuses his power, and he should be ostracized immediately. Maybe that connects with you. right? Maybe it does. Or maybe you have a cardinal response to that because you think the other side. The economy is the best it's ever been. He's bringing jobs back to the United States. And he's the best president that can be. Maybe that's your side. Either way you look at it, there's somewhere in the middle that is where the truth resides. Much like every situation that exists in all of our lives. There's your version and my version and there's the truth. And who knows if the quote unquote truth will actually come out in whatever goes on in the Senate. Who knows how long it will take? Who knows any of these things? But what becomes fascinating is that the attention of the public, who has probably, much like myself, not cared about this, many of us are forced to now become slightly more educated. So we have the education on the process, we have the process that's going to exist that's going to show us some things that are closer to the truth, right? And again, I don't know all the detailed specifics, so as I'm butchering this, feel free to attack me. It really doesn't bother me. But now there's some stuff going on with the FBI openly saying that they made up information in order to get people in trouble. And that because they're the FBI, they can do that. Huh. Well I don't know much about much, but I do know how you do one thing is how you do everything and There's a time in my life where I certainly was a liar, and it's pretty easy to lie about everything so it would lead me to believe there's a chance that maybe there are more things that are not fully out in the open or might have been manufactured by the by the department. I won't even say by the department, by the powers that be. But my personal belief is we probably, as general population, as citizens of the United States, we probably don't need to know everything. We probably don't want to know everything. We probably shouldn't know everything. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. All this is going somewhere, I promise you. Because the biggest gift in the world from this Biggest gift, in my opinion, is the gift that's the third gift. Right, we have the first one that's the education. We have the second one that is being a closer version of what we'll call the truth. And the third one becomes thinning the flock. Let me explain what I mean by that. As I scroll through social media, sharing what I normally share, keeping up with my content creation, all the things that I love to do, I can't help but see... People just going so hard on this topic. You have the Democrats that are saying, yes, victory is ours. Trump is out. He's impeached. And everybody's saying what a bad president he is. And you have the Republicans that are, of course, saying, you've just helped us get reelected for 2020. And then... What I find to be fascinating is as people are posting their version of which side of the fence they sit on, the opposite side of the fence is spending their time commenting, trying to convince the wall of people that they don't know that their stance is right and the posting stance is wrong. So the third big benefit of this and thinning the flock is that when you see somebody post something that triggers the shit out of you as it pertains to this political environment, do yourself a favor and just simply unfriend them. Get rid of the people that bother you, especially if you're a coach, a mentor, or a consultant. If I see someone post consistently that is the polar opposite of my political view, and they are attacking with malice and great prejudice what I believe to be true, Why in the world would I want to try to work with that person in an intimate one-to-one or group setting? Wouldn't it be safe to imagine that there's going to come a time in which our beliefs, especially if they're that loud and boisterous, won't that create a conflict between the two of us? Now don't get me wrong, I believe we should all be educated on every side of, on all the sides we can be of all the issues we care about. And I certainly am interested in what both sides have to say. And I will again state from where I said, I don't know that we'll ever know the exact truth. I do know that I don't inherently stick my flag in the ground of any political party. I believe that woman, women should have the right to choose what they want to do with their body. And I believe that we should have a strong and booming economy. I believe the government should stay out of business, right? There's a bunch of things that don't put me on either side of the political spectrum. But what I do know is when there's an asshole that's a Republican that's speaking poorly to or about Democrats, I don't need them in my life. And when there's a Democrat that starts attacking a Republican for their stance I don't need them in my life either. Because if you can't, from my understanding and the, the way I choose to live my life, if you can't have acceptance of different people and different people's beliefs and methodologies and ideologies, you're probably not my tribe. And I'm good with that. Right? I, li- I like guns. I have a gun in the office right now. I literally play around with it. It's got no magazine in it. There's no bullets in it. I play around with A third of the time I'm shooting these podcasts. Just something to have in my hands. I also have my conceal and carry. Although I don't carry very often. I have that. Because I do believe in our ability to carry and furnish bare arms. Just like I said though. I also believe that if Gianna turns... 19, 18, i mean, in a perfect world. My daughter turns 25, and something happens. She gets pregnant, and she decides she doesn't want to have the baby. I believe it should be her right to decide what she does with her own body. I believe that we should all help take care of those that are less fortunate, but the less fortunate shouldn't have their hand out expecting it. I believe a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And I believe that from being open to understanding new information that contradicts what I had believed to be true. And so I'd encourage you during this unique time in the history of the United States, when there are things that trigger you socially, look at it for a second and see, why does it trigger me? Is it because of the opposite, opposing political view? Or is it because a person's being a dick? (laughs) If it's the second one, just unfriend them. There's no point in commenting. I'd also encourage you, to pay attention and start to see what the real truth is. That's not what we've probably seen in the media. It's probably not what we've read in books. It's probably somewhere between the two. And I'll also encourage you to become more educated on the systems that govern the land that we choose to live in. Because make no mistake, my friend, living in the United States is a choice. And if you don't like what the things are here, no different than if you were renting an apartment and you didn't like the way the landlord or management company treated you. You could pack your stuff up and move somewhere else. Maybe, if you don't like the way things are here, you could pack your stuff up and go anywhere else in the world. Maybe you could use this as a time to travel and see this beautiful, beautiful globe we get to live on assuming it's not flat. So in a different stroke today, speaking of impeachment, look for the bright side. Take some of these things and don't apply it just to this impeachment proceeding. I'm going to encourage you, those things that really bother you across the board are an area of opportunity for growth and expansion. Understanding. Understanding. Understanding of yourself, understanding of your subconscious, understanding of an opposing viewpoint, and then use that to formulate your own new decisions. With that, I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success.